Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everyone, I'm Kelton. And I'm Zach. I'm Bo. And I'm Dennis. And welcome to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. It's, yeah, it's going. Yeah, I've, yeah. I'm uh, now in a group chat with uh, other IWW members, so uh, Houston is starting to awaken. I thought you meant like, I mean, I thought you meant like right now with them and was like, oh, I thought we were recording a podcast, but okay. <laughs> I'm sexting them right now. <laughs> I keep asking what I'm wearing. I keep saying a red bandana over my face. <laughs> and my titties. <laughs> Uh, man never have i been like happier to be as someone who's afraid to get tattoos basically to just have it be like oh so why don't you have tattoos my excuse can now be so that way then cops can't identify me oh yeah like no one's gonna argue with that like that's like end end of discussion point right there wow 18 year old you was really smart yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even better, like go to a rally with a whole bunch of fake tattoos, then just Ooh, immediately peel yeah. them off. Yeah, everybody should buy those tattoos, those fake tattoo sleeves on Amazon. That's like the mesh like sleeves that you roll on. Oh yeah, right? and that way you can cover your own tattoos with them, and, and they won't be able to discern what they look like. And if they're neoprene or some uh, like lycra or some material like that, that can protect you from tear gas and pepper spray. Yep. Ooh, see, even better, even better. Hmm? I mean that that's right up there, I guess, with the idea of like the Green Man Army, <laughs> where we're all just in morph suits protesting. So it works well because then you can like easily edit out, you know, uh, <laughs> the faces completely. It functions like a green. Yeah, just, yeah you, you just make it. the green transparent and just put, you know, the burning <laughs> Minneapolis uh, mm-hmm. Police Department behind it. Yeah, yeah. the revolution no, will she- be chroma keyed. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you could just you could just chroma key in someone's like face, like I. I don't know, just put fucking I don't know, Joe Rogan there or something. I don't know. No, 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 no. You know those things where it's like uh, all the CGI generated faces? Oh, yeah. Uh, of, you know, these people definitely aren't real. <laughs> just, you know, do that over and over mm-hmm. and over again over each one. Oh, my God, that'd be great. I would love to see that. Thanks for listening to us this week. Um, don't miss our uh, our second release on Friday, which is our game show. And uh, yeah. that is that is fun to fun to see what project what project yeah you got Fun to see what predictions we have there we go make it to the end of the week um also i guess if we're going to shout out two things uh don't forget to listen to our stream tonight um and yeah. don't forget to check out our patreon episode if you guys so you guys can listen to that for just a dollar a month that way you can spend the other four on a bail fund that's where your money should go Ooh. to us idiots not to you know <laughs> important stuff since we have yet to actually cash out of anything on Patreon. Oh, so uh, what you're saying, we could just throw here. it all at a bail fund right now. It, it, we could. Okay. We could theoretically. Are that. we going to? No, because we're we're bad leftists. Shh, Bo, come on now. <laughs> we, our brand is fake praxis. We've turned our actual fake praxis into a brand of fake praxis, but then we offer meta commentary. Oh, on. we're you so, see, it's we're so smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that it's it's the ultimate of uh, shenanigans. The hugest is what we have going brains. On. I don't think that's called shenanigans. I I think that's just called running a grift. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, six of one uh, half well, doesn't mean, the other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Like a leftist Ponzi scheme that's built on soup. Is that really what the alternative is, though, Bo? I like Come soup. 
Who doesn't? <laughs> I like leftist Ponzi schemes. <laughs> well, now do I have the Patreon well, for you, pal? <laughs> <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, but it's Psychic Dolphin Garage. It's Bo at a, uh, you know, a food's not bomb. It's just being like, sell me this spoon <laughs> uh, to as many people as he can. <laughs> approaching uh, well, a, approaching a very hungry man on the street, like, I don't know. I don't have any fucking Wolf of Wall Street quotes, but just doing some douchey Wolf of Wall Street stuff. I didn't see that movie. Look, penny stocks. They're a penny. You buy you buy a hundred of them when you when they finally turn over and they you know you get ten cents on each one. Suddenly you've made a thousand dollars. There you go. That's mm-hmm. that, that's what happens. That's it's definitely not relying on pump and dump. But hey, this guy knows a little something about pumping and dumping. Am I right? Okay, moving on to the next guy. Yeah, the <laughs> dump yeah. guy. Yep. Uh, Just pointing at, at least, me. Well, yeah, I mean we haven't gone full we haven't gone full K-pop idol with our with our uh with all of our merch stuff. So you you'll know that we've gone full grift once we have just just handbags with Bo's face on it. I mean, if anybody should be lauded these days, it's it's I mean, maybe not the idols themselves uh, cuz Lord knows that's a fucking horrible exploitative process. But uh, the K-pop fandom for for pulling one out for, the, for you know, fucking coming around like you for know. not pulling out we're yeah. not pulling out. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. But we would like to thank the parents of the K-pop fandom for not pulling out. There we out. go, yeah. And the K-pop fandom. For, <laughs> thank for you, white middle class fight. people. Your children are doing well. I don't know. Yeah. What, I, I am too old to know what a fan, fan cam is, but man, oh man, it's doing good work. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the, B, the, 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 uh, the B- the BLM I cannot fucking talk. BTS oh actually God. is what it is. Yeah. I I keep seeing BTS. <laughs> I'm trying to say BLM and I can't say BLM while looking at BTS. <laughs> the BLM hashtags on Facebook have been inundated by K-pop fans. All the white nationalist hashtags on Twitter have been inundated. Yeah, like All white lives the... matter, blue lives matter, shit like that. They kept popping up. Basically, got flooded by K-pop posts, and that's yep. that's cool as shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the the city of Dallas specifically was posting links for people to post videos of police violence, or, or not of, of of violence against the police and people breaking the law, and that was also basically taken down by K-pop fans who posted just videos of K-pop dance mm-hmm. pieces and stuff. That's yeah, what a fan cam is. <laughs> whatever but, it is yeah. those perverts are into, you know. <laughs> yeah, watching their favorite performers perform. Yeah. Um yeah, like th- this, so is, this is an army of an army of posters that is that is dedicated to to um unleashing hell on people that want to use want to use hashtags and and all these other uh internet things for for evil essentially. Right. Rules, I mean yeah. I mean this is like probably the most evec- effective slacktivism because uh, it certainly is drowning out like uh and not platforming anyone or taking away a platform at least. Yeah, it, it's really yeah. interesting to see that contrasted with the fucking um like just uh you know black JPEG thing uh that mm-hmm. went around. I, I think mainly just due to format fucked up Instagram more than anything else. Right. Because uh, like if you make it your well, profile yeah, picture on Facebook, all the it doesn't multiple fucking matter. hashtags. But yeah, yeah. So like that's yeah. the thing though. Like it's it's basically like the opposite of that in that like no, this was actually incredibly helpful instead of actively deleterious to you know fucking organizing and keeping people in, in the loop you know mm-hmm. i think as good as k-pop came off of this whole you know 
all of the the horrifying events that are surrounding us, Instagram has taken like the biggest knock on the chin because like the people who were just uh, abusing the hashtag, those were on the relatively light side in terms of the offenders. Because like there were also Instagram people and TikTok people out there who were recording videos and purposely trying to like stage themselves getting arrested or them at the protest and making sure that they got the right filter settings and exposure uh, options on whatever photo shoots that they were trying to do. And that's just, I mean, fucking soulless. Mm-hmm. Picking, yeah. out your, picking out your BLM, uh, your protest outfit, mm-hmm. going and standing in the street to get a picture. Yep. yep. And well, because it's also like these are, I mean, l- l- let's be real here. These are white people who are then trying to then instigate something with the police because they're thinking, you know, hashtag aesthetics of it all, not really thinking about how the police are then more likely to then uh, attack black and brown people instead. So th- they're not even the ones necessarily suffering then the brunt of the Oh, absolutely right. not. Yeah. Basically, uh, man, what was that? Like 2009, 2010? When Justin Bieber was talking all that shit behind like his seven foot bodyguard, and then uh, you know, like it's real that energy is kind of what it feels like the entire right. Time. I don't even think it's that like uh, thought out either. I think it's just they're like, yeah, like I'm gonna fucking do the thing, and meanwhile, you know, fucking Twiggy Instagram people aren't even on the police's radar. They're just they're just here to hurt to hurt the poor's and the uh, the minorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's good to it's good to, I guess, post about going to a protest if you're comfortable being you know out at a protest, <laughs> being tracked. Yeah, having your stuff watched. It's kind of hard for us to not be tracked at this point. I guess we're on plenty of fucking right uh, lists for you know definitely not the things. yeah all that contact tracing. That's the thing that's gonna do us <laughs> yep. all in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but like, you know, I guess post about it so that there's visibility on social media, even though social media is starting to dampen all of the protesting content. Well, because it's bad for numbers. I mean, I, I all of the protest stuff has gotten more engagement than any other post I've ever seen on, on the timeline normally. Right. Like, like like what is what is twitter for y'all normally like like a picture of a cat someone's dumb tweet they have like maybe 500 likes and then it's like hollywood avenue has been occupied by a abolish the police march 40,000 likes you know eight eighty thousand retweets somehow i don't know who's retweeting it without liking it <laughs> you know like <laughs> An interesting ratio yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know ice tea and uh and uh uh, ice tea and ice ice who's the other cube ice, ice cube ice cube yeah ice, vanilla ice, ice cube wow uh, vanilla ice. Again. no <laughs> vanilla ice said, has vanilla ice made a statement i'd I like to don't know. think so and honestly <laughs> probably should stay that way <laughs> yeah. if he just oh, no. he could just tweet hashtag blm and then that's it there you go true that's all yeah, you know i'm really not excited to hear uh, vanilla ice's take on on current events yeah, all their stuff. Yeah, so it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, we know why they're covering up protest stuff because because it's working and they're scared to to fucking uh have that avenue of control over like you know because social media is how a lot of people get their news and fucking keep abreast of things. Uh, to see like the amount of you know pro protest shit and abolish the police and just the kind of overall uh 
you know, the overall sea change almost of, of, of support for this is, is cool as shit. Now is, uh, is like television news doing as good a job? Mm, apparently not. I don't fucking have like cable so I can tell you, but yeah, I don't watch television at all. Yeah. Uh, if, if somebody over the age of 60 could tell us how that's going, uh, you know, fucking that'd be great, but God, fuck that. I cannot yeah. imagine trying to watch. I like I see I see the articles posted. I can't imagine trying to watch them talk, you know, react to and talk about uh, Denver and Seattle banning tear gas mm-hmm. and rubber bullets, or you know the the police departments that are pulling out the is it LRAD? Uh, yeah, uh, LRAD weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long range acoustic device weapons and like and all this sonic warfare against protesters. I mean, we're going to have water cannons out before you know it, you know? Right. Yeah, probably. Against completely peaceful protesters. Protesters that, like, we aren't even at the point where we're, where we're, you know, thinking about shooting back, I guess. God, the optics in of... Minecraft. The, the optics of, like, hosing down protesters, you know, just a, a perfect, uh, um a perfect parallel to what happened during the civil rights movement. It's like, Oh yeah. Things just have not changed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's really the thing. And the fucking people doing the hose down do not give a shit. Like, Nope. They, they, they don't care that the optics are bad. If, if, if cops wanted decent optics by this point, they would have fucking, you know, stopped being shit bags perhaps, but right. You know, they're there to fucking play army, man. They're not there for a greater social good or anything like that. Yeah, if if the cops wanted to not look bad, then they wouldn't have lied uh, every time there's a video of them doing something mm-hmm. and then later change their story on that video. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. how in Austin now the cops are calling uh, candles uh, incendiary devices. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw that post too. It's just a candle exploded on the ground and they're like, it's an incendiary device. It's like, there's all we are like, are just incendiary devices in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I guess what we're going to kind of focus in on here is, is Minneapolis city council members pledging uh, in a it is a veto proof in a veto proof majority pledging to defund and dismantle the city's police department. Yeah, fuck which yeah. Which is which is the first step. That's the this is the first step. This is the first step that we're taking as a nation to to fixing, uh, to fixing the problems that we constantly fucking talk about on this podcast. <laughs> and it is come on now. <laughs> it is amazing. We have an entire. We have an entire like game show built around the built the idea the that humanization are garbage of humans. And, yeah, fucking yeah. unaccountable and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, so I don't know about y'all. I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, reading, not reading. I've been listening to podcasts and Ooh. watching YouTube videos. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, shit on like you know police abolition and the actual workability and, and stuff of that. And it's like. So, so to return to the Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> example, actually, uh, this movie that again I have not seen, I, I assume has something to do with selling or pitching things. Um, you know, like a, a big takeaway is try and fucking pitch somebody on the police. Like, you know, pitch somebody on the. Oh yeah, if you have, you know, if you see somebody having a mental health crisis, or you know, somebody like, uh, 
you know, somebody like is is like in trouble or like you know asleep on a park bench or something. Like, yes, call call these people, these fucking like jockey idiots with uh you know with guns to come help. These these are the people to resolve this situation. Absolutely. It's like like that doesn't make sense, of course, and like you know it doesn't make sense for a lot of other reasons too. But just like this is our go to solution for for every bad thing in um in our society is, oh yeah, we just have somebody come by to either, like, kill uh, the related parties or put them in a box somewhere so we don't have to fucking think about them. Yeah, I, I, I certainly agree there are lots of reasons why the American police specifically are bad, but if you think about how many hats we force police officers to wear and how they're supposed to be ready at a moment's notice to show up to someone who's drunk on the sidewalk... And know how to treat that situation. Mm-hmm. Show up to a house where there's potentially domestic abuse happening, and know how to properly respond to that situation. <laughs> yeah, that's who I trust on domestic abuse issues: the police. Right. Well, because I mean, like, it, isn't the idea is to like institute a Department of Public Safety, or to basically have the Department of Public Safety take over a lot of those roles, and then like whatever cop quote unquote sort of function would be more like just like a like the SWAT team if you will um is that my, I, an accurate understanding from what I understand of it, like mm-hmm. like there would certainly be a it would the 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 armed as Lenin said the armed um you know the armed organization that is supposedly above us would no longer exist if we had a need for warrants to be served or for um you know violence to be confronted by a trained team, we would certainly have an organization different from differently trained than from what the current like SWAT teams are trained as. And well, well right. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. I I just meant in the sense of like you know, Bobby cops would have you know they would have to call in for SWAT to show up. So in this way, it would be the Department of Public Safety. Yeah, more right. or less. Yeah, we would, would still have in. we would okay. still have. I mean, we live in mega cities at this point. We right. would still have, you know, a SWAT <laughs> like city uh, yeah. We would still have SWAT like teams that would exist because there is still a need for, um, you know, if if there is an active threat, an active shooter, you know, someone that can come in that can stop an active shooter. Yeah, uh, you have a therapist a, with a gun. <laughs> a therapist with a gun. God, I need a therapist with a gun. <laughs> you're in, you're me. in Texas. Your therapist has a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 in theory, they would not be. There would eventually you not be a need for them because we have a department of public health and safety right which which is addressing the conditions of these people long before they become violent and dangerous to a larger number of people and and that's really the fundamental takeaway is rather than you know individualizing the problems like you know neoliberalism loves to do deal with the systems producing those problems and fucking wow no more problems right I mean, there is a real world a real world example of this that has happened. It is in a very small town in Michoacan, um, where the people rose up against the politicians, the police, and the drug cartels, and they have themselves like an armed militia of like men and women who uh, keep out because um, a lot of the times Mexico just like likes to keep trying to get in to the places where they've been told that they can't get in but uh uh so they do have an armed militia 
and they take it like it's a community that takes care of itself they um like if there are if someone like has uh minor offenses they uh, like littering or something they have to do community service if they're something more egregious um they do have a, a council that they've had uh they have devised but uh at least according to this 2016 article, there have been no kidnappings, disappearances, or murders in this city. So it's as if, you know, there's going to be less crime because you have to count on one another to make sure that things go well. It's just, so bizarre. If you, if you improve overall, like, you know, standard of living and workers' rights and stuff like that, people are going to be less likely to do crimes. Like, uh, you know, a thing I keep returning to with, with uh, you know, just seeing dipshits who, who are like, oh, well, you know, like, absolutely peaceful protest is fine, but these riots are inexcusable. It's like, well, these riots are because people feel fucking left out of a system that has intentionally left them behind. And rather than, you know, like, putting them in, like, fucking vagrancy jails or debtors jails like we would in uh, previous entries, we just put them in fucking, you know essentially food deserts and ghettos and just say, Hey, fucking fend, fend for yourself, buddy. Good fucking luck. An open air debtors yeah. prison really is a good way to put it Bo. Well, that's, that's the <laughs> over the long term goal of neoliberalism is to establish basically an open air debtors prison. Yeah. So here are the, uh, the last two paragraphs from this BBC article written by, uh, Linda Presley. So if you wanted to look it up, uh, the city itself is called, uh, Chedan. Um, with, uh, uh, oh wait no it wasn't the last two paragraphs <laughs> it was the last uh like three to the last paragraphs doesn't matter chadan is not completely independent it's still a state and f- uh federal funding but its autonomy uh as an indigenous Purapecha community is recognized and unwritten uh by the mexican government its ban on political parties meanwhile has been upheld by the courts which have confirmed its right to not participate in local state or federal elections in the state of Michoacan, Cheran has become an oasis of hope. Its peace and security a stark contrast to the fear that still dominates neighboring communities. So why has it succeeded, thrived even, in such a cruel but beautiful region? Margarita, Melissa, and uh, Edberto will give you the same one-world answer. Uh, solidaridad. Solidarity. Oh, that's fucking beautiful. That is beautiful. Also, yeah. interesting that it's a Purapecha community. Um, the Purapechas were uh, some of the only people never to be conquered by the uh, by the Aztec. Damn. So it's uh, nice. it's just uh, it's part of their uh, it's part of their history. A little bit, of, a little bit of pride, yeah, a little bit of yeah. pride. I could imagine, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I've played Civilization, so I basically know exactly what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I know that that Montezuma is a, a nasty man. He is. If you, uh, but it's so easy to win in the uh, if you have him because you can get so far ahead in the Stone Age. Doesn't matter though. Oh yeah, get the, get that fucking early culture boost. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, th- that's, well, a, that's a beautiful statement. Solidarity. That's that's, that's no, why that's they very, take well, care That's of each absolutely other. the thing. That's you know, and uh, fucking yeah. And that's like a very positive. I mean, I, I, I think that's a very positive take on like police reform. Is like we can do better if we have if we have all these other things that we need we don't need to we don't need to spend houston spends like half million dollars on each on each uh each of its hpd personnel and that's a a college degree a new car a house and equipment and a decent salary for that person every year 
Right. I think you could buy the, all those things every year for that one person for that much money. The the statistic going around is that it costs nearly as much money for a single police officer for like the 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 city of New York to fund a single police officer as it does a single bus. Like Jesus. one yeah, it's like 230 million. Bus. Yeah, it's 230 million for a police officer and it's 270 million for a bus. It's like, why don't y'all just get more buses? <laughs> Jesus. Instead of instead of I, I think I, I think we all know why they don't get it, more. We buses. know exactly why. <laughs> look, look, look. New York instead of instead of uh, just eliminating uh, all fares for their for their subway system, they just hired more cops to enforce the uh, right fares. fares. Wait a second. Well, again, that returns to the point of like, you know, fucking if, if, if anybody's like, oh, well, of course we still need the police to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, but why, why are they doing this? Uh, you know, what interest does that serve? Does it serve well, public interest? Well, or I would like to read uh, the first sentence, first mm-hmm. two sentences from the foreword of this free book, Our Enemies in Blue. And the first two sentences say, what are police for? Everybody thinks they know, but to assume that the police exist to enforce the law or fight crime is akin to beginning an analysis of military policy with the premises that armies exist to repel invasions. The ends an institution pursues are not always the same as those it claims to pursue. Damn. Wow, really? <laughs> Which, of course, you say that, like, you know, like, it's obvious when you fucking say it out loud, but to, you know, a lot of fucking supposedly otherwise smart people, it's like, you know, it's just ideologically ingrained and goes without being questioned, because, you know, yeah. they're the yeah. police, of course. We of need course to they're, start with You know, maybe there's some bad apples, but they're here to protect us and society and blah, 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 and, you know. Yeah. And without the them, who's going to stop all the murders? Well, who, why, why have we never questioned why we spend so much money on police before? If you look at Texas city budgets, like 95% of the budget is police department. I've never seen that until now. I have, I've never seen that until now. Yeah. Other people have already made the comparison, but it's, it's that drill tweet. It's the fucking candles one. Uh, you mean the incendiary devices? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Please, somebody help me help me budget my uh, incendiary devices. My family is dying. That's just that's just policing. It it just starts the conversation though because um like LA uh, LAPD just had their um like everyone is saying oh the budget was slashed to help defund the slowly defund the police but it's like it was slashed by like 150 million dollars and their budget is somewhere near 5 billion or some ridiculous <laughs> number like that jesus do you know jesus how much do you much how Christ. how much education is God. I, like like a couple hundred million is how much they pay in public funds towards education right i mean a um a a comedian la based comedian tess barker said how is it that uh the police make or like their budget is over five billion dollars but my mom who's a first grade teacher has to buy crayons for her class it's like yeah like it it's ridiculous that these just imagine if we had more you know robust uh education and transportation in some in a city as huge as los angeles so that every neighborhood had a school every child had the ability to get to those schools uh via a bus it so much of the world's like or just so much of their life would be just changed because the the evidence shows is that access to a very well-rounded education does improve people's lives not just materially 
Yeah. And and to think that we spend we don't have a skepticism about why the police require this much money. I mean, we know why they have that much money. It's because all of our representatives are trash. Our fucking um, jelly spined fucking toadies, yeah. Yeah. It's Just absolutely because, the, the biggest weenies. Yeah, it's because everybody that believes in the police believes that we need an occupying force to protect their slice of the pie. Oh, so uh, LAPD's budget is $1.86 billion. That is about $1.85 billion too much. Uh, it's actually probably like five, five, nine. Nine, it's nine, all nine, the nine, nine, nine. too much, in fact, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, like, and even, you know, t- wondering where else these, these things could go towards social workers, towards healthcare professionals, towards education, towards... Medicare for all on a state by state basis towards Trans- getting um, me personally um a billion McChickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want a PS five. I want a PS five, and I want it right fucking now. I don't care about release dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also ignoring uh the points brought up in again this book, Our Enemies in Blue. Great, great. I haven't read the whole thing. I can't read the whole. We thing don't read on this days. podcast. We we know. You, yeah. There's no um, need to be ashamed. How how fucked up would that be if at the end it was like, and that is why the Jews actually are the ones. Oh my god. Or the real main problem. Oh no. <laughs> um, uh, by J.K. Uh, Rowling. What the fuck? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> by different kind author, of bigotry. I know. I'm sorry. The author of this one is Joy James. Uh, she's the presidential professor of humanities at Williams College. Right. Um, uh, she if, writes lots of resi- like resisting state violence themed books. If you're um, still, but the if, he- the headings here are police empowering America, police brutality, the origins of American policing, slave catchers, the genesis of a police society, cops and clan hand in hand, uh, the natural enemy of the working class. These just keep getting better. Police autonomy and blue power, secret police, red squads, and the strategy of permanent repression, riot police or police riots. This uh, was written in 2007. <laughs> oh right. no. And if you're still on the anarchist library, which you should be, um you should hop on over and search uh for Angela Davis's Are Prisons Obsolete. I I've had to read parts of it. I've never read it in in its entirety, but I've had to read parts of it for uh various classes, but she does follow through like the history of uh, imprisonment in uh, the United States and how it's based off of slave catching. Also, in the United States, police and prisons go hand in hand. These are like we can say that these are two different things, but they are one and the same in this country, yeah. at least. Um, yeah. It also she also hits on points very specifically about gender and gender structures in the prison system and uh, abolition. So, there you go. Uh- I love Check that this is like the next radicalizing point for all the white kids that really got into, well, the war on drugs was bad because marijuana is good. Now it's like the war on drugs is bad because uh, prison <laughs> reform is bad. Now it's like, oh, right. The cops are were the bad ones the whole time. The cops gave the black communities crack cocaine. That's the wrong kind of planted bricks, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's this is this is obviously the evolution of you know all of the anti the prison abolition mm-hmm. um, discourse, and this happened years and years ago. Like this has been right. written about since the. I 80s. mean, yeah, well, fucking since the uh, you know since the sixties even since like, uh, you know, fucking a lot of this draws from like 
slavery abolitionism too. Like it's it's kind of the same enemy uh, since then. So a lot of the solutions remain the same, which mm-hmm. is yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I'm not aware of any writing about um, prison abolition off the top of my head by any Black Panthers other than Angela Davis. Um, but I'm almost certain that this sort of thing has been discussed since then. There's no way that it hasn't been. These things are yeah. not new. Mm-hmm. I, I, even, nothing new under the sun. I mean, I, I'm almost certain I could find the the idea for prison abolition going and police abolition going all the way back until, uh, to the time of slavery. Like It's yeah. definitely not going to be a... Uh, a difficult t- topic to uh, to research. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's really the thing when you when you fucking extrapolate back, and it's like, oh well, yeah, like colonialism and you know slavery and the enclosures are all kind of you know sides of the same three sided coin, which is now a metaphor. I've uh, I I am not happy I set up, but the enclosure mm-hmm. of the commons. Yeah. Exactly. Like you know, just fucking like yeah. Let's basically you know make this territory wherein you know we call the fucking shots and then from there like anybody who doesn't listen either gets thrown in a box or killed or you know fucking shackled like just just undoing all that do un- not don't do the bad things is basically the thesis of this mm-hmm. fucking this do ramble the, do the right thing <laughs> a spike lee joint <laughs> god god i wish he wasn't so like such a, a Dorcas. Yeah. <laughs> Dorcas Are you saying that the guy who directed Black Klansman might not have the most revolutionary ideology? Not anymore. No, it's cool because he's like, you know, he's like one of the good cops. God, oh, man. I, yeah. Would it surprise you that I had to watch a lot of Spike Lee movies for my for my degree as well? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Uh, it, was just, it was just old boy. Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, it was uh, Jungle. <laughs> I clearly I, I his best ne- film. Yes, I would have never been able to get through Old Boy. No, I watched uh, <laughs> uh, the one that uh, pops out in my mind is uh, Jungle Fever. It's very good. Oh my, yeah my my hottest like Spike Lee take is that I prefer his Old Boy to the original, and that I know is uh, <laughs> wild. But that, that just, is a that is a spicy take. Yeah, yeah. it's a spiky How? take. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, God. Uh, How has uh, he done a Huey P. Newton story and Malcolm X and is it Chirac? Yeah, Chirac. 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 Like, and he's he's just he's so close it's because the, the uh, aesthetics of revolution are really fucking cool. Like you know, especially to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the this is the unfortunate thing I think as like. You know, because we're in a post-Obama world, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of uh, black celebrities and uh, other like celebrities who are people of color um, kind of were like, "Well, you know, we got a president who wasn't white, so we did it." Everyone. Yep. Well, yeah, especially when you're like, you know, fucking loaded. Like that's a very easy conclusion to draw. You know, because it's like, well, shit, I'm doing fine. Like obviously, there's still injustice, but if I'm doing fine, then you know, which Th- is there just... is a path. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... It's completely completely ignoring the fact that capitalism has like built into it like the ability to have flukes where someone who is on the very bottom can get to the top. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. I think Spike Lee might have become radicalized again since he lost out to Green Book, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. just be like, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, I'm going back to my roots here. 
neoliberalism creates people like Terry Crews, who tweet out an hour ago, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Oh, like that's, it or not, we are that, all in this together. An absolute fucking whiskey shit of a take. Wow. Yeah. yeah, don't you have some more like trans people to not believe are real, Terry? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> also, the thing is, we, it's, it's like you, you have to explain to them, it's like, no, like white people are very much going to be part of dismantling white supremacy. They have um, to be. They have because... to be. But also, we have to go beyond just the dismantling of like white supremacy as like, because you can get stuck into a liberal hellhole again. It's like there needs to be actual material change when it comes to the classes as well. Mm-hmm. It can't just end at race. It's so annoying to have to like tell other people of color that it's like it like it can't just end at race. Like we need it to go and we need it to go further. You can't just focus solely on race. You need to see why these racial structures are in place. That certainly makes sense, but like uh, for so long like it, it's it's hard to to preach that message or to be open to it <laughs> yeah because when i when i speak to people of color about no yeah. it's not just about race you have to understand here's some youtube exactly. videos from a guy named <laughs> a guy who has 1488 in his username i think you'll understand much more after this it's, exactly yeah it, but but no um like from from y'all's perspective it is a lot harder <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it is it is useful though to kind of draw you know draw attention to with this um you know what i've found reading up on a lot of this uh police and prison abolition stuff is one of the same issues uh like with uh you know anti anti uh you know policing and anti carceral systems kind of has the same thing as anti-capitalism it's like okay yeah like we might we might not have like the perfect like answer or like one snappy fucking elevator pitch for this is the ideal uh future society although luxury gay space luxury automated gay space communism i mean fucking there you go but uh, you know, why are we doing what we're doing now? Because it's clearly not fucking working. We need to, right. you know, kind of just fucking step back and reevaluate. And that doesn't mean, you know, add a rule to the existing system where it's like, oh, no, you can't do this kind of chokehold for more than three seconds. And if you do, then right. you get a, you know, you get a fucking no-no point on your record. And if you what get if, three no-no points, you then know. Your, then your, what if then I your can, insurance, like, your, your liability insurance goes up for the city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then more like, city funds are taken away from education and put towards paying your liability insurance because all your cops are fucking dirty <laughs> and you can't yeah. get rid of them. And it's then just you just have a, the same fucking issue. You're just spending tons of fucking money on, on police. It's a Liz Warren way of like saying it's like, yeah, Means of course we don't have... police brutality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like we, we don't have all the, we don't have a clean cut plan because it's not going to be clean cut. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's going like, to take a lot of like fucking talking things out and, and moreover than talking things out because like, you know, as much as like, it's good to imagine a, uh, a new society, listening to people affected by uh the worst parts of uh of the current system is also a good way to go like i mean when we were we were when we were reading um uh state and revolution on friday on our stream hey Mm -hmm. we might be doing that today on tuesday um we uh, lenin was like kind of on the nose with this uh with this whole revolution thing and abolishing the state thing um (laughs) where he said that there's absolutely no way that this isn't going to happen without like violence. And I, you know, and I said then, and I'll say it now is like, as someone who like 
believes himself to be a pacifist. Like, of course, there's not like I don't want there to be violence, but I understand that it's the violence is not going to be coming from the people. It'll be coming from the state who wants to maintain the status quo. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, there there's no way that um, that it's just going to be talked through. Although I think I think uh, Lenin did kind of make the case for like not really totally buying into uh the uh, electoralism and the uh the uh well at that time it was just regular liberal not neoliberal but the the liberal way of doing things <laughs> yeah uh, so we got to like you know maybe maybe try and talk through a few things but you know come november if like who whoever the fuck the president is if it's biden or whatever it's don't not, get out don't of worry. the streets yeah, don't worry. It won't be Biden. It it might not even be Trump. Yeah. Ooh, wild card. Real pence hours. Let's place that bet. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah. God. All the power of Trump, but somehow actually effective at his job. No, no. Also, also like, way less entertaining to uh, watch. You know, watch the fucking trash fire, and you know, TV news moves on to I don't know Tiger King two. And uh, oh wait, shit! Like the whole country is a concentration camp now. Wow, how did that uh-huh. happen? P- yeah. Gay people can't eat pizza anymore. What? QAnon flags going up all the way around. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, they're flying the QAnon flags at half mast in uh, memory of David D's passing away. <laughs> you know that that has to like bother Mike Pence so much that he has to like pander to these people now. Like that—that's the horse he's hitched his fucking ride to. Yeah. Like, all he wanted to do, like, if Mike Pence was around, like, as a young man today, he would be anger, uh, angry gamer review, bro. Like that—that's his entire energy. And so, yeah, he he would think, be he would be the quartering. Oh yeah. God, you're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, oh no, chief editing officer at the quartering. <laughs> except that he would like create like some like bullshit name like chief anti commie uh, sjw yeah. expert yeah anti-censorship uh-huh. editor can, can we get him on on the show this show needs more funko pops yeah no. <laughs> god jesus what a fucking douche uh all i can think about after you said that is uh is our our small victory this week um for the constitution and the third amendment Yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. was. Uh, I'm sure some uh, some very boring people were very like, yeah, finally the Third Amendment. Like this is this that's my favorite one. All the memes about it. It's like, like it was like James Madison, fucking based writer of the Constitution, and then we will give them the ability to to uh, to refuse to quarter troops. Three hundred years later, it finally comes <laughs> in. Finally, play. fucking pays off. Yeah. Talk about a reveal. I mean, just (laughs) masterclass. By the way, are we cool now then with following the Constitution? Or like what what's the what's the situation here? The Constitution, like, is good, and it's good that you can use it as a giant fucking cudgel to beat the living shit out of whoever the fuck thinks that uh the police just showing up at houses in Seattle. And just arresting people for being at protests and supposedly, you know, committing violent acts against the cops is oh, okay. God. Do you think if we made custom riot shields, but it's pr- a printout of the Constitution, we could grift some, like, libertarian boogaloo boy bros? God, oh, actually. 100%. Just asking. Just yep. asking. Uh, really I, trying to I diversify think... my portfolio here. 
I guess I guess the last thing that we get to close with here is talking about uh, talking about uh, I don't want to talk about J.K. Rowling. Um, yeah, let's not. All the... Let's not talk about just. The Are fucking... you sure? I'm sure there will be no other leftist podcast who would dunk on Harry Potter because that seems <laughs> like super original. Absolutely, <laughs> that that's actually probably a good like measuring stick of like. How are you your know, Patreon dollars being spent? Oh, <laughs> talking on J.K. Rowling again. Ah, yes. Clap, clap, clap. Keep it up. Yeah. All right. Here's Fuck my J.K. Clap. Rowling dunk. Um, nope, nope, nope. Moving on. Nope. We cannot okay. become the thing we hate. All right. Dunk all right. Spelliarmus. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. No, well, it's been a good run. I'm going to voluntarily remove myself from this podcast. <laughs> The, oh uh, the propaganda, the propaganda going around, all the photo shoots with police officers that kneel and then use it to... Uh, used to shoot tear gas. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the, all of the, all of the mayors that have come out, and uh, all the mayors that have come out and like walked with the people and and said stuff, especially Mayor Turner in Houston, who said that the cops have not used pepper spray or tear gas, even though there's literally fucking video evidence of it. <laughs> now to give some uh some some context here this is mayor turner the man who was on the bloomberg financial committee um <laughs> for his presidential run right um it's it's the same mayor turner who's doing that so probably not exactly as in touch with what exactly the police forces are or are not doing so best case scenario they just told him no and he didn't follow up on that when there were videos <laughs> being made about this, like he's too busy is... doing uh, graduation speeches at all of the Houston uh, HBCUs, Houston, uh, high schools, HBCUs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that we have so much fucking representation in Houston. We have a black mayor, we have a Latino uh, uh, police chief, and yet for some fucking reason, we can't <laughs> seem to stop killing people in Houston. Just real intersectional um, neoliberalism. We'd like to shout out all of our patrons, uh, especially Scott for contributing to our dialectical tier, as well as Spencer, David, and Adelaide for contributing to our Devil's Advocate tier. They'll help us keep the show going. We'd like to, we'd like y'all to let us know how you liked our latest Patreon exclusive episode, the Mayo Chip episode. And if you want to become a patron again, you can do that for a dollar a month, and then spend the other four on a bail fund. Um, I guess uh, our closing plugs. What else do we have going on this week? uh obviously uh let's see gigo we're gonna be doing a show don't really know what tune in on thursdays though for sports radio 1917 uh we're fully embracing like the stream format so it's going to be happening on youtube and twitch simultaneously and then also possibly on facebook live as well just really gonna annoy everyone as uh, yeah (laughs) might even throw like twitter via periscope just to really, really blow up anyone's <laughs> notifications. Just, oh, no. Now, what you do is you have everybody RSVP, get their fucking, uh, you know, FaceTimes or whatever, get them through Facebook Messenger or Skype or something, and just, just it's, it's, it's a tailored one-on-one, uh, but one-on fucking whatever, however many people. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's just going to be me ranting for like an hour and a half about fuck Drew Brees. So, um. <laughs> uh, Drew Brees also, like... He he had like a bad take and then he came back and it was like almost a good take. Almost like, until he said he wanted to become the leader of the Black Lives Matter movement in New Orleans. So <laughs> he said that? Yeah. Oh my god. I <laughs> that he could be the one to lead the Black Lives Matter movement in New Orleans. <sighs> Drew believes 
in Black Lives. <laughs> Fucking cry. Uh, okay. Um, Can't wait to draft him is, in fantasy. It's going to be amazing. His, his name is Drew Brees, but he's an airbender. That's the, that's the that's the post drew i can't breeze oh no oh, no no oh, no. no i can't no. breeze jesus i'm not signing off on that one sorry <laughs> oh god Zach. jesus <laughs> that's amazing right, I mean, the rest of your week you'll have to wait till friday to come back right. to something good <laughs> Uh, yeah, so watch our stream tonight and uh, look uh-huh. out for that Friday episode. Right, <laughs> I I do have Kelton. I, I do have one thing to to add. I was uh, contacted by a friend of the show Hunter X Hunter Biden on uh, on Twitter. Uh, he asked if uh, we could mention uh, Tony McDade, who uh, was one of these uh, Black Lives uh, Black trans men that was uh, killed by the police, of course. We will, uh, and we acknowledge pretty much everyone who has been uh, killed by the police lately because that number just keeps growing and growing, um, and it's very unfortunate. Um, but uh, he asked me to um, to bring up uh, Tony's name uh, because uh, it really hit uh, his community over in Tallahassee. So yeah. um, rest in power, Tony. We will say yeah, their names absolutely. in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Tony, yeah, Tony was killed in Florida. There was a vigil held while, uh, while Minneapolis burned. Um, mm-hmm. And this has happened all over, and it will continue to happen until we defund the police and begin dismantling the the system of capitalism that that hurts so many of us every year. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll toast to that. Yeah, none of these uh, none of these deaths will be in vain. We will make sure of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, y'all. This is. Howdy, y'all. Don't forget to follow our link tree in the show notes to discover new things like our Discord, social media platforms, and all the places where you can listen to our podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to introduce us and other leftist creators to friends, family, coworkers, your AA buddies. Community is about more than hot takes online. And if you want to support our efforts, you can donate to us at patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage, which is spelled how it sounds. Hope to see you on the stream tonight. Enjoy this music by JJ Dean. How the fuck I still got a full head of hair? Not a single gray. Fuck the cops. Family first. Every single day. Bringing a charm when I ring the alarm. My arms got a box cutter and sticky. We gotta abolish ice. We gotta abolish ice. Abolish it. No need to apologize to Holocaust apologists. For no reason we colonized the land and put up monuments. Dope needles. Dollar signs to go upstairs and astonish. I hope there'll be a punishment. I really want to get bloody. I really want to stand in judgment of anybody taking money from anybody in a struggle. Anybody on a budget. Poor people getting 10 to 20 for some dumb shit. Corporations incorporating a bloodlet. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words.